Welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. Thank you very much for being here and listening to the podcast. Before I get into it, I just wanted to let you know that if you enjoy this podcast and you would like to work with me further and you want my support to help you move away from quick fixes, fad diets and restrictive meal plans, then I can help you do that within the Confidence Club. The Confidence Club is not something that you just do for a few weeks and lose two stone in the run up to a holiday. This is a lifestyle. This is something that is gonna help you sculpt and shape your body so that you feel stronger, leaner and healthier. It's gonna make you feel more confident in your skin year round so that you no longer have to panic diet every year. It's going to help you actually live a life that you love without feeling restricted or guilty that you've ruined everything. So I want women to say goodbye to the yearly cycle of losing and regaining weight. And that is exactly what I am helping the women in the Confidence Club do. So if you enjoy this podcast and you want to work with me a little bit more closely, you want to become part of this amazing community, then I will be here to support you. Just let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or click the link in the show notes to find out more about the Confidence Club. But for now, I'll leave you there. Enjoy this episode. Hi, welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. So today I have got a lovely guest with me. Um, We have got Heather, who is a member of the Confidence Club, but she is also a coach herself. Um, And I have brought Heather on because she is a busy mom <laughs> is it how many kids have you got Heather two two kids and um obviously you're a coach but you are also um uh what radiologist what are you doing uh, I'm a radiographer radiographer um so she you work shifts so I thought that it would be um interesting to have you on because one <laughs> you've got kids you're a mom so you can give us some some insight into that and two, you're obviously busy, busy person. You've got two jobs. One of them requires you to work nights. And so I just thought that you'd be an amazing person to come on and give us some tips, but also help inspire people as well to let like so that they know that they they can do it. If you can do it, that then they can as well. Um so hello. Hello, hello. Thank <laughs> you for having me. I'm excited. You are very welcome. I'm excited too. Um I, I honestly I think I've only ever had one guest on my podcast, so I'm like all giddy. Definitely, <laughs> definitely going to be doing more of them. Um, so just first of all, just like let everyone know like a little bit about yourself. I know I've just introduced you a bit, but let us know a little bit about you. Hi everyone. Um, I am Heather. I am from Scotland. Um, like Kelly said, I'm an online coach. Uh, I have been doing this for five years. Um, and I'm also a part-time radiographer. So went part-time after having a uh, my first child Archie so he he'll be four next month um came back after having him and was like I'm not going back full time <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I work um part-time and um the NHS is a radiographer so that includes doing weekend work it includes doing night shifts long days like a, a full range of like shift patterns um and then I've also got a little girl, Olivia. So she was one at the end of March. So I'm just back at work after having her um, and also doing that alongside um, online coaching. So I coach groups, mostly busy mums and shift workers. Um, yeah, help them manage all of that and keep their health, their fitness goals, um, help them kind of um, work on them as well. So Big time yeah. for them. Yeah. Fab. Um, so I've got a few questions um for you. And I thought it'd be really interesting for me to get your perspective on why you why looking after your health and fitness is important to you. Like how, how what benefits does it have to your life? Um oh, well, so so many reasons. Like I think for me and probably a lot of other people will resonate with this like it, it started from a purely aesthetic reason like I wanted to look good um and now it's just evolved to being so much more like when I first started um getting into the gym thinking about like health and fitness it was basically I just did 
cardio, 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 like cardio classes, cardio classes, like, because that's just what I thought you needed to do, like, to get results. And I was literally in the gym for like three hours a night and stuff. Like, obviously, I had no kids at this point. Um, husband worked away from home. So it was just the gym, just me in the gym, really. And it was after a couple of months, I was like, I don't look any different here. Like, I felt like shit as well. I was like, I just feel really run down, really burnt out. It was as if I was just literally like on a hamster wheel thinking, what am I doing wrong here? Um, and it was at that point I accidentally fell or accidentally went to a cross, not accidentally went to a crossfit class, but like I fell into crossfit, found weights, and I was like, right, okay, like this is where it's at. Um, and that's where it's kind of all evolved for me. So got into like crossfit, like really into it, like properly enjoyed it got my husband into it as well so that was literally our life before we had kids like it was like CrossFit like five six times a week like and that's how I started actually getting into coaching like I did my level one um started coaching some um classes in at the gym and like I was training in and then did a nutrition course started kind of working with people on their nutrition at that point it was like that was where the passion was like I realized the difference like doing the, obviously the, the gym the, the workouts and stuff like that but the stuff you did outside the gym like your nutrition how much better that made you feel and it made me realize like th- that was the feeling that I, like I absolutely craved and absolutely loved and I want everyone else to feel like I love feeling strong I love feeling independent I love feeling capable like now that I have kids like that is just intensified but before kids it was like no, I actually want to be in work and I want to be able to pass my patients and I want to be able to move patients and I want them to feel safe and I want to feel capable and know that I can do them. I want to move this, lug this heavy equipment around. I don't want to have to ask for help. Like, that was why that I was like, all the stuff that I'm doing outside of work is helping me feel like this. And it was just such an amazing feeling to have. And then I had my kids and I was like no like I want to now be able to run around after my kids after my grandkids after my great-grandkids I want to be able to lift them up like whenever they want to both at the same time um and not be like oh sorry mum can't do that just now like or like do you know or I'm too tired or I'm not strong enough or you're too heavy like I didn't want to be that person like I wanted to just be able to like to feel like they could rely on me um and also, like, I also don't want to be a crabbit bitch with my kids, like, and doing the, like, being able to, like, work out and just fueling my body with all the right food. I hate saying right food, right or wrong food, but you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. with all that good stuff, that helps me in every single aspect of my life. And, yeah, I just want everyone to feel like this. And everyone can feel like this. And yeah, I just, for me, like, that's why it's so important. Like, it's it's feeling strong. It's feeling independent. It's feeling capable. Like, not just for me, but for everybody else around about me. Yeah, I, I love that. I think, I don't know whether, so many people listening to that will, will resonate. And I know that I do. When I first started exercising, it was purely about how I looked. It was just about that. And I was the same. It was just cardio and it was just classes. And I don't know why as women, maybe it's definitely changing now because more and more we like, I, I know more and more we go into gyms, we're seeing more women lifting and the, I'm getting younger clients all the time who are ready to start lifting weights. But it was just women back then was just like, right, classes, cardio, the gym didn't feel like, like a safe space really did it for us. It was like the men lift weights and we, go and sweat our tits off like that was just literally like what we did um and it was the same for me started out literally just because I wanted to look a certain way it was all about I was going on girls holidays every year so I was like oh and you know loads of my girls are fit and and it was just like I just need it was just like needed to be in shape because of that but then same as you the reason that I actually started sticking at it was because of like how it made you feel um and I absolutely love how being strong is it's obviously helping you with your kids because 
you're fit, you're strong, you're able to play with them, you're able to run around them. I love that you said you want to pick them both up at the same time. Like that's never even crossed my mind. Um, also that you don't want to say to them, oh no, you're too heavy. Like, cause then, cause I, like, I remember like my, when my little brother and sister started getting older, it's like, I can't lift you anymore. And it, it's like, oh, and it's just seeing the little broken heart. Um, and I think that that's so good because they're things that I'd not thought about before. Um, and like obviously how it helps you in work, you know, moving patients and um, being able to carry that box. And I think that I started noticing that as well. I used to work in Marks and Spencers and like I used to have to carry like big trays and stuff and people would struggle with just one. And I'd be like stacking up three and carrying them. And like I felt really good to be strong. And I also it feels amazing. Like um, I always used to buy like big cases of water from the shops and like some fella would go oh do you want to help with that love and I'm like no mate I'm all right you know like just walking out with eight two liter bottles of water and stuff like that just feels good and I don't think you realize how good it feels until you can actually do it um like one of my clients it, when she first came to me she literally couldn't even lift a five kilo dumbbell really struggling and she couldn't put a food shop in the boot of a car because she couldn't lift it out of a trolley to put it in the boot and she's like, Hayley, I can go and get the ingredients for a pan of scouse and I can walk home with it. Like, I couldn't even get it in my car. So stuff like this, you actually don't realise how good it feels and how much it impacts your life in a positive way until you have until you have it. Um, mm-hmm. So I love that. I think that that's, that's um, really good. And obviously it, the mental side of things as well, like you said, you don't want to be crabby. You don't want to be a bitch with your kids. Like, um, you want to it's the same like for me it it manages your mood it helps relieve stress you know you've got kids you've got a job that you know is demanding and we've all got our own like little stresses and worries so exercising just helps it's just pouring into yourself isn't it and eating well is doing good for your body that affects your mental well-being as well so it all it all is um very like important and just it just makes you feel great doesn't it yeah yeah and uh, like you say like you don't realize how because I was speaking to this with um a client as well she was like I have felt terrible for years but just accepted that that was how I felt and like for me that really hit home because I was like how many people just think this is just this is how they feel that this is just how it is and it's only when you actually like start to make these changes and you're like why have I why have I felt like this for so for me? Why have I not done anything before this? And I guess like like you can once you feel that feeling, like I know for, for me, like I there's no way I am not I'm going back to where, where I was before, like going back to doing like running and like back to back classes and stuff like that. It's just I'm just cause I know how I felt then. But until you make these changes, like it's so it's it's really easy for me to say like you will feel amazing doing it, but you kind of have to you have to experience that for yourself. Definitely. And I think it's quite hard as well to get out of the mindset. So I was the same. I was just in that hit mindset of I'm supposed to feel exhausted. I'm supposed to feel like I'm struggling to get out of bed because I've worked really hard. Um I've only burnt 200 calories, so I'm gonna do another class as well. And I think like getting out of that mindset is quite a, a challenging thing because when you're lifting weights it doesn't feel the same you do have more energy and you'd not your watch isn't saying you burn as many calories and you we know that that is a load of rubbish anyway um and it's hard to change the mindset you know a lot of a lot of the girls come come to the gym and they're like um I didn't realize how hard lifting weights was because they'll do a set of 10 squats and they're like wow I haven't even moved in my heart pounds I'm like you've literally done a set of 10 squats it's hard so you realize you think that lifting weights is going to be easier you think it's not going to be as effective it's not going to tire you out as much but the purpose of a workout is not to tire you out the purpose of a workout is not to wipe you out and exhaust you or to make you sweat as much as possible it's to you know make you strong and um you don't need to be exhausted and feel like shit in doing that so yeah and I think I think you're right there's so many people so many women who will feel rubbish whether they're exercising too much doing the right wrong type of exercise or whether they're just not doing anything at all they'll just accept this is how I feel now this is just me this is everyone always says oh I'm just getting old (laughs) yeah 
it's just having kids. And then, you know, I've got a couple of clients who started the gym recently who are in their late 40s and they're like getting younger, like every week that I see them. Yeah. They're like, Haley, I haven't felt this good in years. I literally feel younger. And I'm like, you literally look younger. Like, honestly, it's it's amazing. They look brighter. They're standing different. Like, they're just, it's it, it's it's unbelievable. Um, You don't have to stay stuck feeling rubbish. That is things that you can do. And so love that. So, um, obviously, you must have an absolutely hectic, chaotic life. <laughs> Actually, don't know how you do it all. Really, really don't. It's amazing. The fact that you can take time to look after yourself and your health. Um, and I know it comes with its challenges, obviously. Um, it's not all plain sailing, but we know that we it, we don't need it to be. It's okay to like move forward in the mess. So what are some things that you do being a busy mom and also working shifts, you know, having this ever-changing schedule? What are some of the things that you do to allow you to take that time for yourself to obviously eat well, uh, prioritize your health, keep your movement up, and give us some of the some of the things that you put in place. So one of the biggest things, and it's something that I tell clients to do all of the time, and I know you do as well, is plan. Like plan, plan, plan your week. Like if you're not planning your week, you you cannot expect these things to happen. They are not just magically going to happen. If you're like, do you know what? Like I'm going to do three workouts this week. Like, and for me, if I'm like, I'll just I'll fit them in. They'll get they'll get done no they, they end up not getting done like and you can have all the best intentions in the world but there's going to come a point and I've been here myself where it's going to you're going to get the kids to bed they're going to be an absolute nightmare all day they're going to run you ragged and you're working out that night okay and you're like if, or, or you're like I'll get a workout done at some point this week and, and that's really the only time you can get it done and you're going to come to that point where the kids are in bed and you're like oh I'm not doing it I'm not doing it. I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll fit it in next week or whatever. Like, unless it's planned in, like, so I am very strategic with when my workouts get done. And they are the first things to go in, obviously, alongside my shifts. So my shifts will go in um, and then my workouts will go in. And I just show up to them like, like I would go to the doctors or like having an appointment with, like, like with somebody. Like, they, like I, I show up for them, I'm intentional with them. Um, so that's like the kind of the biggest thing I would say like plan your week and if you're not plan, planning your week like if you think oh I don't really want to have everything all planned in because I like to have some flexibility planning your week will give you more flexibility because you are not overwhelmed or stressed like so I, I've, I've got loads on like I am so so busy and there are weeks where I'm like it feels too much and I feel really overwhelmed and I feel really stressed with it but see, when I look down, like, at my calendar or, like, my plan for the week, I'm like, well, do you know what? I'm going to get everything done. Like, there's no need to stress. I still, I still stress. Like, I'm also <laughs> stressed about it. But I'm like, well, as long as I'm intentional with when I do these things, I know that things that will get done. Like, and I know that I'll be, like, ticking the boxes and I'll be chipping away. Um, and the, 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 there's less to stress about. And it means I'm actually more flexible. So it means, like, you know I don't have the same like guilt for maybe sitting an evening and being like oh I should be doing this or I should be doing that but like, I'm like no I don't like everything's planned in like so have some downtime like have some of your time like you know and I think that's the one the most influential thing important thing that I've did is getting everything planned out um so another thing I do like with meal prep is I don't overthink it I don't make it really complicated like I used to be the kind of person that's like if I'm not cooking from scratch and if I'm not like using like really fancy ingredients etc etc like it's just like I'm I'm not I'm doing it wrong and like that was just me being a perfectionist and being like this is what I need to do like no I'll actually make it as easy as possible for myself so pre-cooked meat um, frozen veggies like I literally could not tell you the last time I chopped an onion because <laughs> I just don't have time like I just I absolutely hate chopping onions we so were literally onions, talking like... about prepping veg in the gym the other day and all of the girls were like it's not a big deal and I was like no I am never cutting up an onion in my life like never frozen veg is a lifesaver yeah like my, my feet are filled with frozen veg um like squeezed garlic like 
microwavable packs of rice like literally make it as easy as possible for your for yourself like don't overcomplicate it um I also tend to probably eat quite similarly day to day like the only thing that really changes massively is evening meals mm-hmm. um but breakfast is the same things every single day it's like overnight oats like literally and then when it comes to the winter cooked oats like that's pretty much what I eat and I just change the toppings because I, I like that that's just what I enjoy and changing the toppings toppings that gives me a little bit of variety um lunch is either like bagel wrap sandwich something really simple um or if I'm at home like I'll make like a big salad bowl or something um but if I'm at work it's a bagel or a wrap so that I can eat that and then go for a walk um things like uh, protein pouches and protein puddings and stuff like literally love an Aldi like absolutely love Aldi I should have shares in Aldi um but I just love all that kind of stuff it's so easy as well like I love those protein pouches um and then the only thing that really changes much is evening meals but they go into the planner like so I kind of plan what we're going to be having um like day to day and I eat with the kids as well so I'm I'm very lucky like both my kids are really good eaters um and they will eat what we eat um like so I'm not making like two three four meals a night like I'm just I'm not doing that yeah and <laughs> um, so I tend to probably eat what they're eating more than like so I wouldn't like I don't I like spicy food and stuff like that but I just don't have it just now like just because well, like I would rather just make one pot of something um just for like easiness um and also with movement so I don't like especially with the kids so if I'm at work like I will always go a walk on my breaks um so 15-20 minutes like there's a like a route that I do which is um I think it's just about a mile so I'll do that on breaks um and that way I'm getting some movement into my day and I kind of know that it's it's going to happen when I'm at work so I don't really have to think about it it's gonna just sit in my day when I'm at home with the kids I don't think about getting steps or going walks. I just think about moving more within the, within the day and within like what we're doing. Like so, we I just try and stay as active as, as I can with the kids. It's easy. It's easier just now because Olivia takes a nap, so she, I'm in the pram with her, and she'll she'll nap when I'm out of walk. So like that's how I get like I walk in with her if I if I'm with her. Archie even off nursery is a little bit trickier (laughs) um so the pram that I've got um he can actually sit in the front of it which is quite good he quite likes that so we'll sometimes go like a little like a little walk in the pram to get her to sleep um or I'll take him out on his bike alongside the pram etc just to try and get that done but everything else like movement is done throughout the day so that I'm not thinking by the end of the night like oh I need to go and do like a half hour walk or a 45 minute walk just to get steps in like steps are just incorporated throughout the day so most days I will hit 10,000 steps without really thinking about it but that's just how I've had to include it into my day because like my husband as well so he works like well like he's worked like 12 hour days most days so a lot of people, their situations would be different. Their husbands would maybe also work shifts or they would be home at five and they could potentially get something else done. Like, that's just not how it is for me just now. Like, I just have to accept that. That's fine. Um, it's my circumstances. So that's how I just have to work around about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, being realistic with, like, my expectations and the compromises that I need to make at the minute. So with workouts, like they're all done from home. Like I would absolutely love to be at the gym, like, but because I have the online business to do, which that that's usually done at night. A lot of people don't see that behind the scenes. Like mm-hmm. like that's like a couple hours like most nights, not every night, but most nights. Weekends, there's some work in there at the weekends and things like that. So for me, realistically, I can't go to the gym just now. Like and there was a while where I was I was annoyed at that. I was I was getting a bit resentful about it. And then I just had to flip it in my, my like my mind. I was like, this is not gonna be forever. It's this is just a small period of my life where I'm just gonna have to get them done in the gym. And it's one of the biggest reasons why I reached out to you and like the confidence club, because it was like working out from home and by yourself it, it's really lonely yeah so actually been able and also like so 
I program for other people. I hate programming for myself. Like I don't know about you. Like, but I hate following my own workouts because I'm like, I'm just so much more. It, there's so much more accountability when you're doing them for somebody else. Because if it was me and I'm like, oh, those Bulgarian split squats, I'm just going to skip them. Like I'm not doing burpees today. Like, but if you're doing them for somebody else, you're like, okay, I'm accountable to this person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like being realistic with that kind of thing, and also, like, like I say, like the reality like for me and like the things that I need to put in place or like being able to like do it all like everyone's like that to me like I don't know how you do it all like you can't do it all you can like so for me like the compromises that have to happen is what some people might value and again that's like very individual and what what they value but for me I, I don't get like I don't um sit down at night and watch Netflix like I compromise that like so I sit down at night and do some like online coaching work um or I don't meet up with my friends as regularly as what I would like to because of, of like the stuff like the coaching stuff or because of shifts or because of family commitments like that's and I guess it's like the reality of doing it all or, or being able to do it all like and maybe potentially what people see on Instagram or what people tell them it's not always true and for me like that was like the like the big thing it's like what I need to do to move forward right now the way my like my life is and where I want to be in a couple of years time this is what I need to do now um and being okay with that and, and not being resentful about it and chipping away at it yeah I think that that's really important because we go through different I know that we hear this a lot like you go through different seasons in life Um, and I know that I've just come out of a season where I was just not really socializing with my mates canceling every night out not really going anywhere Um, I had a call with Emma yesterday who who's my mentor and I and um I was saying that when I was getting to a weekend I would say that I wouldn't work but I was literally just lying on the couch like a vegetable rather than actually doing things that are like good for me because that season that I was just in was all about work 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 getting everything set up and ready so like sometimes and like obviously the season for you now is you've got two young kids you're trying to manage your business and your job you can't say yes to everything but one thing that you are not letting slip is your self-care like the training and the nutrition side things And I think that that's important because people will think, no, I can do it all. And they'll say yes to too much. But then the first thing that slips, the first thing that always drops off is your workouts and is your own food because you're busy trying to please everybody else, trying to say yes to everybody else, saying doing everything for your kids, which is obviously like you're going to do that regardless, saying yes to too much stuff in work, maybe too many shifts, um, maybe, you know, doing too much, like, it's saying yes to social activities or doing favors for people but you need the time for you and it's always ourselves that come bottom of the list um and like you said that like this is just for right now you have to prioritize yourself as well as your family and then mm-hmm. you know as the kids get older all of that social side of things comes uh, easier I think that the planning you know that I love the planning thing <laughs> um <laughs> like that is just do you use Google Calendar? No, I don't. Um, I've got like, I've got a big. I'm, I'm a bit old school. Like I've got a bit of paper that I like to, <laughs> to write on. Um, I've also like for my shifts, like I've got um, my shift planner that I use, and everything's in there. And then child childcare also is in there. Like who's got the kids, when they've got them, and stuff like that. So I've got the app for that, and then everything else is um, pen and paper. Oh, cool. Um, so Google Calendar literally like changed the game for me. So just literally, you know, my life's probably well, it won't be as chaotic as yours is, and but it just makes such a difference knowing where I'm meant to be, knowing what calls I'm meant to be on, knowing when I'm eating. You know, I have to put in otherwise. So um, I'll just not eat breakfast, or I'll just be like, oh, I haven't, I just haven't got to three o'clock, and I've just not at lunch. And I know some people find that crazy but when you don't have a set routine it's very easy to do to to forget to eat your meals and then you're starving later in the day and then you end up overeating so it's like making sure that 
you know, it's a basic need. You wouldn't forget to feed your kids. Don't forget to feed yourself. Um, the things like activity, like we always say, your dog needs to go for a walk. What makes you think that you don't need activity as well? Like my dog would be bouncing around the house, being the most annoying thing ever if she didn't get if she doesn't get out and get out and exercise. So, and I think like planning those things in, people think that oh, it's just something little. I'll fit it in. I'll make it happen. And I've tried to do that and you've probably tried to do it and it just doesn't work. And it only takes five minutes to plan your week and it makes, I think sometimes you look at it and you go, oh, this is overwhelming. Like that's what you were talking about. This is a bit overwhelming. Look at all this stuff. But exactly what you said, it actually means that you can have downtime because when you actually have planned things in, you go, you know what? It's 6 p.m. I'm actually all right to sit here and you don't get that guilt because when it isn't all planned in, you sit there worrying or sit there trying to do more than you need to do that day when it's already sorted for you. Um, and setting in your workouts and your walks, like appointments to yourself. You know, I always say you wouldn't cancel on your nan taking her to a doctor's appointment. So why would you cancel on yourself? Like it's, and we are much quicker to cancel on ourselves than we are on other people. And it's not right. Like, because if we, if we aren't taking care of ourselves, if we don't come first, no one else is going to put us like in reality, you're not coming first above, above anybody else. Like if we don't come first, we have to, uh, we're not going to look after ourselves. We have to make sure that that happens. Um, so yeah, love all of that. I think as well that you've kept meals really easy and straightforward for your life. And that's literally, you know, what we need. I think people overcomplicate nutrition um you know the fact that you were saying you take bagels and sandwiches and wraps like my kind of girl like that's like I literally just say to everyone why do you need to cook a meal for your lunch why do you need to make it complicated just literally get some cooked meat make yourself a wrap put a tin of tuna on a wrap and be done with it it doesn't need to be something complicated so I love all of those things um so do you what do you think like I think you spoke about it a little bit but like the main challenges that you are face with and like how do you tend to navigate them because obviously I know things will go wrong in your day sometimes um so what do you do um when challenges come up and like like how do you navigate them uh I mean like the biggest challenge for me just now is like time like if I could have an extra day in a week like that would be great um but I'm sure everybody would love that as well but yeah, like so like having the plan and stuff like and I I am so 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 lucky like to have the most amazing support system. Like both my parents and my husband's parents are both retired and my kids and are the the only grandchildren. So they are ruined. <laughs> um and they also love having them. Um and they like the kids love going to them. I've got like such close relationships which is it's amazing to see if I didn't have that support system like we would probably not be having this conversation like because I wouldn't be an online coach and I would literally be like in a corner crying somewhere like <laughs> um so I guess like for me like it, it's it's knowing that it's I find it very difficult sometimes to ask for help so I've had to reframe that a lot and it's like it's it's not like I'm a, I'm a lover of journaling and I used to think like asking for help was like a sign of weakness but it's not it's, just, it's like a sign of straight, um, strength so for me like if I am having like a tough day or like the kids are driving me crazy it's, it's leaning on that support system really helps me um being okay with things not being perfect and things like living in that messy middle ground like so before I would be like if I can't do like three workouts this week I'm just not going to do any because what's the point whereas now I'm like well that's stupid like do you know what two workouts is better than no workouts so just go and do what you can on Friday for example um so Archie's off nursery just now um, and we were trying to get Olivia to have a wee nap so we took her out a little walk and we came back and Archie likes to do exercises with me as well so I'll like put him up like a little circuit and stuff in the gym so we were out there we were doing with exercises and things and he had a tantrum over something really stupid can't even remember what it was now 
and he woke Olivia up and I was like oh my god this is just these kids are driving me mental today like what am I going to do can I get my workout in so there would have been a time where it like that would have really really like that would have ruined my day like I would have literally been like the crappiest person to be around and stuff and I was like oh do you know what like it's just not happened just now like let's go and take another wee walk try and get her to sleep again didn't happen so later on that day I was like just got and go went and got a couple of sets of dumbbells from the garage, brought them in, gave them their dinner. They were like quiet and occupied for 20 minutes. And I just did something in the kitchen because I was like, you know what? Like, this is just going to have to be what it is today. And that's okay. Like, it, it doesn't have to be perfect as long as I'm like being consistent with it. But I tell clients about all the time, like, I need to live that as well. Um, so it's like being okay with things not being perfect. Like, if things don't go to plan that week or even at the start of the week and, and don't write it off, like, just doing what you can, showing up every single day, doing what you can. Um, sometimes I even just, for, like, if something, like, if my morning doesn't go that great, I'm like, well, how can I better, like, how, what can I do in the afternoon to make it a wee bit better? Like, and it's not just like, oh, do you know what, let's just see what tomorrow brings, like, and just write that day off. Um, another thing that really helps me as well, just having, like, non-negotiables and having ranges of them as well. So, like, so I know that if I'm not getting, like, 10,000 steps for instance like if I can get eight like just bring that down a little bit like that makes it a wee bit easier for me it makes it a little bit more manageable um but yeah I think just being okay with living in that messy middle ground because if you're busy if you've got kids if you've got a, like a busy um like work like um, schedule and things as well like things are going to crop up like you just you cannot do anything about it and you just have to be okay with doing what you can even if that is a little bit messy yeah 100 percent. and I think that no matter what your life looks like you are never ever ever gonna just have like a perfect smooth running of things you know like things are gonna come up in life and it's gonna throw you off you know like I would use any little thing you know, I've had a chocolate bar for lunch, so, well, I'm not going to go to the gym tonight then. Like, what? but why? <laughs> Still go. Um, so, like, we need, it's it's just, it's okay to have, like, these things that come up or, you know, my thing used to be, like, last-minute meals if they came up and I ate something that wasn't, like, the best in this last minute. You know, someone goes, oh, do you want to go for lunch? And I end up eating a burger. I'm like, oh, what's the point going to the gym now? And, like, obviously, it's not about... um being perfect with things like you said you're aiming for three workouts but if you don't get three one's better than none you know like if you get one brilliant if you get one and a half great two even better you know just just literally just allowing yourself to not be perfect and just to keep moving forward anyway and not seeing it as a reason to go well this week's a write-off so it's a Wednesday and I haven't done a workout yet and I've had rubbish Monday Tuesday but it's a write-off well it's it's not is it like nothing's a write-off unless you decide that it is um so yeah I, I love all of that it's amazing that you've got a good support system and I really liked what you said about asking for help is not a weakness it's a strength because I really do agree with that because I think that when you're you know, this is even the same for me like building me team and stuff like that or even asking for help around the house I was like no because that you know I can do it I can sort it I can sort it and just taking everything on and then when really it's just you're actually it's not helpful and it's you just, it's not wanting to admit that you can't do it. It's not wanting to admit that you need support. And it is the weaker thing to do because you think people are going to think, oh, you can't hack it or she can't handle it or whatever. When actually it's, it is a strength to say, no, I need help because it's a braver thing to do because you fear, you know, that you, you're fearing that judgment that someone's going to be like, well, why can't you handle it kind of thing? And I think especially if you're relying on your in-laws and stuff, I think that I, a lot of mums will have this pressure. And I know that a lot of mums that I work with do have this pressure is that they don't want to be, they don't want their, um, the, the grandparents to be like, well, I managed on my own, you know, or will I, will I, will I did this? And they don't want that judgment because you know it's just it and that's that steps in the way so I do think it's really good that you've got a good support system and that you use it um yeah I think I think that's brilliant so I obviously you work in shifts and one of the big questions that I get is and I just wanted your kind of like opinion on this 
is when people are on like night shifts or when people are working, you know, different shifts, like when they when they eat, and you know, like tips that they've got to manage the nutrition. So the problems that come up a lot for me is they don't know when to eat their meals. Um, and obviously when they're on night shifts specifically, there's a lot of rubbish food about. I don't know if it's like that in your work as well. Um yep, yep. And like, so I work with a lot of nurses, a lot of midwives and um, factory workers as well. And it just seems to be the thing that people eat pizza and shit and cakes and just like, just, just loads of it, like kinds of um, not very nutritious things. And like, also I get asked about how to manage the energy because these huge dips that they have mm-hmm. like right in the middle of the night. So I was just wondering if you had any kinds of tips or advice that you could share that you have found helpful for you and your clients. Um, yeah, so I guess it very much depends if you're speaking about like um, meal timings. Every shift's going to be different. Every department's going to be different. Like every setup's going to be a little bit different as well. Like I know for for me, for my, like myself, like for every single shift I work is different especially night shifts because for for us we're based in A&E and A&E is unpredictable you do not know what's going to come in the door you don't know what your day your night or your day is going to be like and that can that obviously comes up with its own like challenges as well so what I would say like meal timing wise like for me what I do going on a night shift is so my night shifts are like eight to eight my last meal before I go on shift, I try to push that back as close as I can to, to start that shift. I literally stay a five-minute drive away from the hospital. <laughs> I know not everybody's in the same situation. Um, so for me, like I would typically have my meal um, before starting shift at like seven, half seven. Um, and that would be like a big balanced meal would be a lot of protein in there. There'd be like um like a source of carbs, whether that be like pasta, rice, um, usually something like like that, potatoes, ton of veg, like something that's going to keep me full um for as long as I can. And usually for me, like I don't start feeling hungry on shift till about eleven, twelve, as long as I've had like that big meal before. Um, so that is something like if you, if you have uh, if you can do that, I would push that last meal back as close towards your shift as you can, because you do not know what you're going to walk into that night. Um, you could be walking in, and there's some shifts that I've walked in at eight o'clock, and it's been when the people the the, the next shift are coming in at eight o'clock, like that's when you've stopped. It's been that busy, like, and if that's the case, like, there's there's no there's no structured breaks on a night shift that's just that's my work I know that everybody's work is going to be a little bit different um so that was what I say about like meal timings something that I've been doing since I've came back um on shift is I've actually been fasting between midnight and six when I've been doing a night shift and that has been really really beneficial like I've I've noticed like huge impacts on um, like my mood on my energy levels and sleep the following day um, and also as well like between 12 and 6 is usually when there's a lot like we've we'll, we'll spoken about before there's a lot of crap out on a night shift like when we come in for night shifts and again I don't know if it's like there's a certain mentality about it I know that I used to think like this I used to be like I'm on night shifts I deserve a treat or I'm just going to eat my way through this night shift. That's how I'm going to get through it. And I know a lot of people still probably think like that a little bit. So there's always a lot of stuff on, like, and it's like cake, chocolate, sweeties, crisps, popcorn. Like it's sometimes filled. Like they're, um, we've got like a little um, kind of like um, mini mini staff room, and it's there's a desk that's always filled with all the stuff. When fasting for me between twelve and six is like. It, kind of just takes the thinking away because I'm like do you know what like I'm not eating between this like I know how it's going to make me feel when I finish so I don't really think about the food that's there like and if I am feeling particularly hungry like 
I sometimes get like about four or five o'clock in the morning like I literally feel so nauseous it's the most disgusting feeling I hate it if that does happen like just sometimes having just a cup of peppermint tea or something just to kind of help like keep that down like keep that feeling at bay a little bit and then what I'll do is before I finish to come home to sleep so about seven o'clock I'll have overnight oats so something um that's going to like slow release of energy so that it's going to help me like get to sleep but also stay asleep because sometimes what was happening with um, me was I was coming off night shift but this is like before like going to sleep and waking up absolutely starving but waking up at like 10 o'clock starving so I've had like two like an hour and a half two hours sleep and then not being able to get back to sleep and that just ruins you for the next day I don't work um, the way our shift pattern works like I don't do back-to-back nights like unless I was to swap a shift um, I wouldn't do that but if you do do that and you're waking up at 10 o'clock and you're going in the next night to do a night shift like that is no ideal um so yeah fasting between 12 and 6 really helps me um, and what I would do about like 11 o'clock ish is I would have something high protein um like high volume so I would have like maybe like a high protein yogurt with some fruit um, I would have that then and then that would just help get me through that shift but I guess it's like knowing your shift pattern like if you do get structured breaks a lot of times if you if you get a structured break on a shift you're often eating when you're not hungry and I know a lot of people don't like doing that and sometimes it, it goes against like the the advice that you would potentially give somebody like don't eat if you're not hungry and stuff but if you're going to be hungry an hour later but you're not eating on that break like that's you're only going to end up overeating or if there's things around about you you're going to pick them up because you are starving so sometimes you have to accept that you have to eat when you're not particularly hungry um like when I do a long day like an eight to eight day we get a break at half past four or four o'clock sometimes and I'm like I do not want to have my dinner at four o'clock or half four in the afternoon but I will have it because I know come six, half six, when I would potentially want to have my dinner, there's no break. Like, there's patience, can't have a break. So I just accept that I do have to have meals potentially when I don't always want to have them. Um, but I'm thinking, like, long-term, like, forward planning kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like, if you do, if you are surrounded with a lot of, like, unhealthy food, if it's not in line with your goals... Some things that you can do is like bring your own healthy alternatives in. Um, it, a lot of the times we are, we would sometimes say to like, or I've heard people say to clients like, just take it all out your environment. Just don't don't be surrounded by this food. See if you're a shift worker, like that is that is not good advice. It's not helpful advice because you go on shift and you have no control. Like I'm not going to say to the people that I'm working with, guys, going to not bring anything in tonight. Like, mm. that's their choice, do you know? It's the same, exactly the same in an office. Like, you can't go, you don't, can't be around cakes and chocolate because there's every office has got a little table, just like what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. it is rubbish advice, really, isn't it? You can't remove it from your life. It's there. Yeah, exactly. So I think sometimes, like, having the healthy alternatives does help um, because it's like, you know that that's in line with your goals um, and you don't feel like you are giving anything up um so some like that can help sometimes like for us like so the way our, our like little setup is you, there's cupboards and stuff so potentially like if you had a chat with like people you're working with could you put them out of sight like you're not saying you can't have them but you're like they're just out of sight out of mind um but I guess it's like a lot of the times it's like potentially working on your relationship with food, being around, being surrounding yourself with these things, knowing that they're actually okay to have. Like you can include these in, in your nutrition if you really want to and still get results. You don't have to overeat. You don't have to overindulge just because you're on a shift. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you are going to be surrounded with these things, but also having a plan in place with your meals so that you're not as likely to go for them. So if you're having high protein, high volume there's a source of carbs in there, there's some fats and healthy fats in there. You're gonna you're not gonna be um hungry. You're not gonna be wanting anything else. It's gonna reduce the cravings and it's gonna reduce um the likelihood of you reaching for these. Yeah. Um 
things about like eating what to eat on you like I was saying before like keep it simple like don't overcomplicate it um things that are like easy to prep that you can bulk so like spaghetti bolognese chili curry things like that like I've always got like a portion of chili or something in the freezer that I can grab um if I need to microwave meals like there are so many amazing microwave meals now like when I first started shifts it was there was like nothing really like there was like I don't know, I can't even remember what like you they used to like used to be, but they weren't that tasty, they weren't that nice, they were watery, they were like you had to put hundreds of salt and pepper on them. But there's like the fresh ideas, like things from like Morrison's and like there's loads of different meal prep things like that you can get now that are going to be like help you towards your goals and really tasty as well. I would always recommend prepping, um, especially if you're on night shifts because well, for us, we don't have a canteen on night shift. If we, I didn't bring anything to night shift, I hadn't had um, something to eat before. I would literally be relying on whatever somebody had left, which is not—I don't even know what it would be. It would, it would be toast probably, um, or um, oh my god, I forgot what the, the thing you put the money in. What are they called? The vending machine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or um, or vending machines. So that that would be literally that would all I would have on shift. So. Um, Deja would be different like if you've got access to the canteen and stuff like that but some uh, every canteen's different like you don't want to be at the mercy of the canteen um, or if you do I would always have like a kind of fallback something you know that's going to be like within your goals so for us like baked potatoes like baked potatoes in, our, in the hospital are actually pretty pretty decent and stuff um, sandwiches and things like that like um I would have like a like a go-to but it would be a, a last resort I would always like prep for a shift if possible um thing about energy for me like so I know going through a shift like towards the end of that shift energy is always going to be lacking a little bit because you're tired like you like some if some shifts are really busy like you are dead in your feet by the end of it um and that is probably the, the kind of like the, the danger time the time that you would potentially end up eating whatever was on the table just because you were just you were needing that kind of quick fix of energy um or you would turn to caffeine like and I used to do this as well like literally night shifts was just coffee monster coffee monster <laughs> and I'd get home and be like oh, I can't sleep why can't I sleep I'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> um so for like for me what I do now on shift is I go I get a little bit of movement so I go for a little walk. If I'm day shift, I'll go outside. I don't go out, outside on night shifts, like, and I wouldn't recommend anybody goes outside on night shifts. Um, but even just walking into the apartment um, or like doing a length of the ward, like, I guarantee if you do this before you turn to food, you will have that wee boost of energy that you need. Um, and I, I think a lot of people are like, I'm so tired. Like, I notice this as well. Like, so, Sometimes actually when I when I'm not on a busier shift, I feel more tired. Yeah. And I think it's sometimes it's because I'm just we're just sitting. Um because my, my husband used to like used to slag me rotten because when I was when we were going for an extra this was like back in the day, like I would take DVDs in. He'd be like, Why are you taking DVDs in? And I'm like, Well, what am I gonna do if it's not that busy? And he's like, Oh, so you're just getting paid to watch films. And I'm like, <sighs> Not busy, like but those were the nights that I would end up coming to food those were the nights where I'd be like oh I feel so tired mm-hmm. from doing nothing so I think a lot of times like you, you are like oh I'm really really tired like I don't I can't be bothered going go doing a lap of the department or doing a lap of the, like the ward or whatever just try it like I, yeah. I promise you you will feel so much better after it I think that is exactly the same in um I had an office job which just I like being busy. I had one of the office, one of the jobs that I had, I, it just wasn't challenging me or demanding me. I'd do work and then I'd literally be sat there for like not less than five hours. And that was when I was like going to the shop and getting sweets and like dragging everyone else down with me, obviously. Like, and just that would be when I would really struggle. And it would be like, oh, just you go and get a cup of tea, you know, instead of me getting up and getting it. And you, yeah, it's sitting still doing nothing is hard. Um, and it is tiring so I do get I understand that I feel like the quiet shifts and even the same when I worked in a supermarket um quiet shifts 
were the worst where you just sat there like what I just want like a hundred people to walk through the door <laughs> like it just needs something to <laughs> yeah. do um so I do get that they're they're all like such good tips and I think even if you're not a shift worker they're amazing tips like mm-hmm. it's planning it's making life easy for yourself using microwave meals why like why not um using like sandwiches easy things and just like taking food in with you it's like the basics isn't it it's really interesting that you said to fast between 12 and 6 I'm actually going to suggest that to some clients because I've never um I have done night shifts in the past but it was like run-ups to Christmas like when I was in a shop so it wasn't something I ever really had to think through so I think that's actually a really useful tip because like you say that's the 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 danger time that's the time when it is energy is going to be low cravings are going to kick and if you just know this is a time where I'm not eating. You know, my breakfast is coming. My next meal is coming. Um, I think that that's a really useful one. So thank you yeah. for that. It takes a lot of the thinking away from it as well, because if you are surrounded with food and you're like, will I have it, will I not have it? Like that's fatiguing as well. And it's like, if you've just made that decision, you've made that choice, like, no, I'm actually not going to have that. Like, I don't want it. I don't need it. You don't think about it anymore. You're not really preoccupied with it. Like, Another thing as well that I didn't mention, that just triggered it when you were speaking there, is your hydration, especially during a night shift. So I will take like a litre and a half bottle of water in and that will get um, drank throughout that night shift. Like a lot of people don't think about that or they um, tend to drink a lot more tea and coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, that really helps manage energy and cravings as well as just staying hydrated. Um, and especially in hospital environments, um, they are... There's aircon, like in, in radiology as well. Like, there's, um, we have to keep equipment cool so that it's aircon, and you're, and then you'll go up to the ward because we have to, like, do portables in the wards and stuff like that. You've got to the ward that's absolutely roasting. They've always got the heat, like, always got the heating on, even in the summer. Like, so you're going from different environments, and that can be quite dehydrating as well. So, um, like, fasting between 12 and 6 and just making sure you've got plenty of water really is like, like my go to's. I feel like cold water, like I always say this to people, like put your water in the fridge. Like, mm. you know, if you're feeling, oh, get a freezing cold glass of water, try and tell me that that doesn't invigorate you in some way. Like last yesterday I had a nap and you know, one of those naps when you wake up and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. Like I felt sick. I just, over, it just was a little bit too long and I felt sick. I wanted to eat everything and I was in work for the whole night and I was like freezing cold glass of water, loads of ice, and I had a handful of nuts, and I was like an apple as well, sorted. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, water, water is a really, really big one. So amazing. Do you know what? I loved all of those tips. Um, thank you so much for them. We are out of time. So um, <laughs> that's literally everything. That's that's been brilliant, and I'm sure loads and loads of people are gonna listen to this and find it so helpful so thank you very much for your time really appreciate you coming on um and yeah what have you got on for today plans um what have I going to I've got my work I'm going to do my workout after this and then we go on holiday um a week on oh my gosh it's a week tomorrow (laughs) um so I am freaking out about traveling with the kids um so (laughs) I'm gonna uh, I need to get all their stuff organized and see what else I need for them. We need to do some toiletry shopping, all that kind of jazz because I'm actually working at the weekend and kind of working all the way up until we go. <laughs> I've got a really good, you might be already on this because I feel like more and more people are getting on it. Packing cubes. Have you got packing cubes? No. Oh, Heather, you need to get packing cubes. So apparently they are amazing for mums, but I use them as well. So they basically organise all of your packing into nice little bags and then you throw them into your suitcase. I reckon you can fit more in your suitcase because we used them on the way there, but on the way back we didn't and it was harder to close my case. But it's really good um, because you could have like your kids swim stuff in one um, and it's just easy to like get at stuff and then all dirty stuff can go back in one, you know, when you're coming home. It's just like, it's a good little organised packing hack that I think that you oh, might find helpful. I mean, I'm going to drop that down. Packing cubes. <laughs> my, my husband's, a, he's like, every time he comes home, I'm like, hey, what about this? And he's like, oh my God, stop it. <laughs> stop looking on Instagram at all this stuff. 
<laughs> but it's it's it just you want to make life easier for yourself don't you um you. so yeah well i hope you have an amazing holiday if i don't speak thank to you before you. then i probably thank will you. speak to you in the whatsapp group and stuff and um, but thank you so much for all of your time that was amazing <laughs> you're very welcome Bye, thank everyone. you Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or took anything away from it, please make sure that you share it with a friend. It really does help. And if there's anything that you would like me to talk about or discuss in further detail on the podcast, then make sure you let me know. Also, if you want to know more about working with me, you can send me a DM on Instagram. You will find me at Haley Bell PT. Thank you again for listening and I will speak to you all again soon. Bye.